Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? It's your boy, VOSG. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, the sick one. We here. We out here listening to the to the vibes, man. Nothing but good vibes in the air right now. You know what I mean? Getting it. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So we back in it, man. Another episode. Uh, bringing to you some authentic content, I guess you could say, because it's full trans. Yeah, because it's fully transparent from us, and so there's yeah. no script, no uh, predisposed bias to what we want to say, because we're not getting paid for nothing, no commercials. Right. At least as of right now, we might do commercials later on. You know what I mean? Because we might want to sponsor like Psyche or like Vans or like. Uh, can't remember kangaroos, bro. No, 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 bro. I'm still stuck on psyche. You know, remember the psyches? <laughs> the yeah. fake, the fake, the fake nights. Yeah, back in the day, kangaroos. Remember hey, zips? I had a pair of hoops. Your hoops? Yeah, <laughs> and some zips or something. Yeah, we hey. be going for the underdog, man. The shoes that used to be at what was, uh, value, value, value city. No, it wasn't value city. What was the little the off-brand shoe store that was Payless. like Payless? Yes. Big ups to Payless, man. R.I.P. to Payless. R.I.P. to Payless, man. Payless was that spot. We used to go in there and just go in, bro. They took them all out. Hey, Velcro everything. XJ 900s. Hey. Hey, them joints. Hey, I had a pair of XJ 900s. They was orange, gray, and white. I remember those joints, boy. Yes. Hey, shout out, man. R.I.P. The Payless shoes. Yes, bro. man. You know what they need to bring back? What's that? Reebok pumps. The pumps? Was Shaq on them? The pumps? Or was that Kemp? That was Sean Kemp. I don't know. Man. No, no, no. I had a pair of bl- I remember black the pumps. and purple ones. I remember they the was pumps. called Vert 3s. I remember the pumps, man. Pump your tongue up, and then you had the button. go. Yeah, release it. If you did too long, it blew up, and the things didn't pump no more. So you just had a basketball and tongue your shoe. Oh man. man, yeah, I remember that, bro. Yeah, that was good. That's good stuff. Yeah, it was. Man. Ah. Uh. <laughs> but that's what's up. Yeah, look, you know, we just we out here relaxing today. But again, it's uh, it's good, man. We coming to you from Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, it's the nineteenth of August. Yep. Uh, yeah, we got a couple platforms as far as like ways to hit us up. You know, we want your feedback. We got an email at uh, 148-2020 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's O-N-E, the number four, E-I-G-H-T, 2020 at gmail. We're on Facebook at one, the number one, spell out four, F-O-U-R, mm-hmm. and the number eight, 148 is our page on Facebook. And then we're on Instagram at two underscore B underscore one underscore B. Um, and I believe, actually, let me correct it. I believe if you look on Facebook, it's 14820. So if you type in one, spell it out, 14820, um, it may pop up. But any one of those ways, you should be able to find us on Facebook. Um, yeah. So multiple ways. Again, I'll be on Instagram, too, under that under that, hashtag, under that tag. So you can you can check us out there. Um, we just did something the other day where we're going to do every every other Wednesday. Yep, yep, yep. Every other Wednesday, we're going to do Pop, pop the Trunk. The trunk. Pop the Trunk hey, Wednesdays. Yes. We wanted to bring a different twist to Pop the Trunk. So a lot of times, you know, the times we grew up in, we, you know, in our, our area where we was from, something was going down. Somebody be like, man, don't make me pop that trunk, bro. Yeah. And that, that was never a good thing. Nah, wasn't a good thing It was never all. a good thing. So we want to do a different twist on Pop the Trunk. So we want to be like, yo, make me pop that trunk. Yeah. And when we do, we're going to bring positive vibes. Whether it's a word of encouragement, a freestyle, a flow. It could be a spoken word. It could be... Whatever, you know what I mean? Whoever is there and got something to say that's positive, we want positive vibes to come out these trunks. Because yeah. we know in our city, man, a lot of kids, especially youth, man, they dying by the by guns. Yeah, These guns are killing. And it's not even the guns, right? Because it's the people with the guns. Yes. And that just tells me that a lot of kids and a lot of youth are hurting, are, are hurting and they lost their trauma. Hurt people, I hurt know, people, bro. Yeah, I know I got trauma, you know what I mean? It's, but it's like those that don't have anybody to... To hash it out with, yeah, these guns are representing ways to to end things, to end arguments, to give some sense of power and 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 give some sense of closure 
fake sense, though. It is a fake sense. Well, there's, and it takes away lives, right? These young yeah. men and women are dying at like 16, 15, 13. I was reading something of the day where a young man was killed and was 14 and got locked up, but they, the average age was like 15. That's crazy, man. No higher than 16, and no, I think the lowest was like 13, 12, or something like that. But I'm like, that's so young. And these are our future leaders, our yes. future presidents, our yes. future doctors, uh, lawyers. doctors, lawyers, scientists. They're yeah. gonna, these are the future that's going to create the new world for us. And it's like, they're they killing, killing each other. Yeah. Right? And it's, it's everywhere. It's every nation. It's every I mean, ethnic group. You know what I mean? We just got to... We gotta respect human life more, man. We gotta value that life and value each other to the point to where no matter what we disagree or agree on, man, human life is the most precious thing, and we've got to get back to that mindset. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's but just, it's just fleeting. Yeah. In a matter of minutes. It's matter gone. of minutes, man. And you can't get that back once that, yeah. once it's gone, man. You can't get it back. And it's bro. like a then it's like a it's like a war. Because one once one person get killed, then you got retaliation. And it just kind of goes back and forth. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, because, you know, nobody wants to be the last one to be looked upon. Like, you ain't going to do nothing, bro. You going to be a sucker? Right, like, exactly. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Today I am. You know? But, yeah, we just got to gotta figure out how to get back so we can get back to... I don't know if it's get back. We want to move towards something new, right? In yeah. this country, this... this has always been plagued by the violence and the hate and the, I think and the lack of respect for human life. You know I what I'm saying? Getting back to how that I don't think that a, that ain't gonna happen until Christ comes. I was gonna say, get back to how God intended things to be, but yeah, that, that ain't gonna happen. They ain't, yeah, they. You know. I mean that that's the perfect sense, right? Yeah. We're all living in harmony. There's, you know what I mean? We're all just living in peace and just hanging out, having a good time. You know what I mean? That, that's... Yeah, but we can get... I mean, you can, you, can, you can have it. It's just so much, man. So much out here. And it's just like, it doesn't have to be that way. But, you know. And it's, um... Any part of a prayer or a scripture say, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That's the Lord's prayer. On earth as it is in heaven. Yeah, it's the Lord's prayer. Yeah. I think it's in Matthew. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but you know it is interesting because you know as, as we are Christ followers, really what keeps us now, right? Before, and I, I get it, and this is why we do our podcast because we understand the need for you need something greater than you, higher than you to 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 be the model and example of peace, right? Because. If you look at me and try to use me as a model, you can find all my flaws and, and justify why you should do whatever. And you'd have yes. an easy case, yes. right? If I use somebody else, as soon as they fall, then it gives me justification to be like, well, why am I trying this? Got that escape though. Yeah, if he fail, man, then what? Did, I was nowhere near him or her. And if they fail, so then I might as well just quit and give up. You know that's what I mean? That's why we point to Christ. Right, and so that's <laughs> why if we have somebody higher that's yes. supreme, that's supernatural, that not only is superior and omnipresent, omnipotent, and omnipotent, right, in every sense of the word, it's it allows us to be able to say, okay, this is this is somebody greater than me. But then he took it one step further. I didn't want to, he didn't just want to be the supernatural being that you could be like, oh, look at it. and then because we could come up with an excuse like, well, he's never known how we live. He's never been a human. He doesn't know anything about this because I mean, he's God. Why in the world? He doesn't even understand how it is to be cut or how it is to be wounded. So he, before he we even came up with those excuses, he, he already had a plan for his son to come down in the flesh and live like us for 33 years. Yeah. And he was even tempted. He was tempted. He was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. Well, yeah. 40 days, 40 nights. Yeah. And to me, that was that was the most extreme tempting. But I believe he lived as a man. So, and I think sometimes we just we forget to think about this. He lived as a man for 33 years. The things that are going on today were the things that were, I mean, the sin today is the same sin back then, right? We we even see when Jesus is, is talking to the woman in, in, in the courtyard who was, they tried to bring her forth on prostitution. So we know sex and prostitution was rampant. Mm -hmm. And so he was tempted by everything. Yeah. Yes, we know the 40 days of wilderness was the most extreme because that was, that was the, the enemy's one shot 
to have that unabated time with him to try mm-hmm. to really tempt him, you know, be crafty. But he had all the temptations, the anger, the frustration, the lust. The envy, you know, wrath, greed, all the all the things that could have come with the flesh. Yeah, and, and that's that's just some simple things, yeah. the easy things I can think of, right? But he lived for thirty three years, so he had the same. T- and then on top of that, he started his ministry when he was thirty. So then he still had the temptations of the ministry mm-hmm. and what came with that, and how he navigated and moved, and then he just moved differently, right? And so I think sometimes we don't look at it as that, like he had the same temptations that we did. He lived as a man for this long, and so it's like, man, yeah. Like that's that that's what kind of reassures me, and knowing that at the end of it, he not only died flawless because he never sinned, and so I automatically look at that like this is a man who lived as a man, lived in the flesh, had the same temptations as me in the flesh, and yet he didn't crack. I got a question. What would you say to an individual that's a woman that's listening? And she'd be like, well, he don't know the temptations that a woman deal with. Well, first I would say... I mean, I'm just saying, just in case so females listen. No, yeah. And she had that thought. Well, I hope she's not just in case. I hope everybody listens, right? But I, I would say this, is that the temptations of man in reference to the Bible is not speaking to the flesh anatomically astute man. Okay. It's universal. Man is more is is regards to human. When he speaks about man, Adam, Adam is man. It was saying that it's human. This is the human form, okay. right? And so they're not speaking when. That's why when because a lot of people would say that too. Like, why does the Bible just say man, man, man? Because yeah, yeah. man, again, if you start doing etymology of words and understanding Hebrew context and Greek and in in all the different languages, um, Babylonian, the Syrian, all the all the languages that are out there. In that time frame, man was closely related to human, and that's what what it was called. So he understands the context of human because it may manifest differently in me, right? So if I sin, if my lust causes me to do X, Y, and Z, it may cause her to do X, Y, and Z, or A, B, and C. So because she did A, B, and C, and I did X, Y, and Z, we always want to focus on the behavior. But the behavior is not to look at because it's, it's the sin that he understands. How you project it outward is your choice. You know, if I choose right. to go slap somebody because they just cut me, cut in front of me in McDonald's line, I really wanted my Big Mac, <laughs> right? Yeah. I choose to slap somebody, whereas you might get cut in front of the line and be like, oh, it's okay, man. As a matter of fact, here goes $5. Let me pay for your food. You must really be hungry. It's the behavior, right? Now, each person could be rock with sin. You could be doing it because you feel guilty because you just slapped somebody yesterday, so today you're doing this, yeah. right? Or I could just be so angry and frustrated because... I'm lusting or because I'm uh, uh, have envy or I have so much wrath in me, right? And so he understands the sin. Mm-hmm. The sin that you have, the sin that I have, the sin that she has, the sin that they have. He understands the sin, the behavior. We always want to focus on the action, on the behavior. The behavior is a product of whatever is going on inside of you. That's how it manifests. It outwardly manifests in whatever you decide to do, right? So it's basically like when we was talking, that one time about the symptoms. Yeah, hey, you gotta get to the virus. Don't focus on the symptoms. Get to whatever's causing those symptoms. If I've got a runny nose and it's all green and gooey, you can keep blowing your nose and take decongestants. But if you don't take something for that virus, it's gonna keep producing the same, right. same results, right? And, or the same cough, or the same infection, or the same fever because it's gotta fight this virus off. And so, putting a cool rag to, to help you get cool is great, but the fever's still there because the virus is still rampant in you, right? And so. It's, it's being, and I think that's also what we talked about earlier, we're talking about getting back to this sense of unity, is we, we've got to be able to look past the behavior, which sometimes is very, very hard. And that's why, again, I just look to Jesus as like, how did he do it, man? Yeah. I mean, I just look at the one example of they beat you, they stabbed you, they hung you in a cross, nailed nails in your feet. That was the behavior, and yet you look past their behavior and saw their sin to the point where you had two other people on the cross while you're suffering, wounded, agonizing pain, and you're like, and he, he still prayed for him. Still prayed for him. Father, forgive him. Father, forgive him. I know what they do. And the guy says, "You must be the savior." He's like, "Yes, you are forgiven." I'm in pain. I got a railroad spike through my my hands and my feet. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, but he looked past the behavior and recognized the sin. And that's where you connect.
You know what I mean? Now, and that, that's why I said, like, so for me, why Christ is important is because nobody's done that. Nobody's done that, right? Even we look at some of the greats, right? Like, you look at Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, you look at Gandhi, you look at um, Mandela, right? They did some incredible things. Mother Teresa? Mother Teresa, but they didn't die for everybody's sins. Or raised from the dead. Or come back. Mandela, last time I checked, is still down there. Martin Luther is too. Me too. I haven't seen him walking around lately. No. Yeah, I mean, if I do, I'm gonna know something. Right. I'm gonna be upfield. Like you have a dream. I'm gonna be like, oh no, I don't. <laughs> I'll be gone, bro. You see, you hey. see that coming? That's gonna be zombie apocalypse, boy. Hey. You know what I'm saying? But like, but that's what I look at. Like nobody took all the sins for people he didn't know, and then raised again in that same flesh and descended heaven, right? And so we got to be able to look past the behavior and see the sin. So it doesn't matter, you know. Because yes, that's why he gave each person when Adam tried to blame woman, even God correct, he affirmed woman in that moment, like, you know. He was like, I kept asking you, stop trying to blame her. Adam was like, This that woman you gave me. He was like, bro, where you at? I told you. I'm talking to you right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you know, it's funny because like he blamed her and then she blamed the serpent. Neither one of them owned up. Passing the blame. So he said, all right. So then he gave woman what he, you know, this is what you'll have. You'll have pains of labor and birth. And he, punished, and then, he punished all three of them. Yeah, and then your serpent has to crawl around his belly for the rest of his life and eat dirt. And then Adam had to till the land and work with his hands. Well, he didn't have to work with his hands. I mean, he could just, you just imagine Adam probably just thought it and trees grew or fruit just popped. Now he has to till the land. That'd be nice, man. That'd be nice. I bet you it was better than organic. Hey, I'll be sitting right now like, man, citrus. <laughs> Citrus. <laughs> Watermelon. It just popped. You'd be like, ooh, crap. Right, Mangoes. Ah, coconut. Pepsi. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it just pop up. You know what I mean? That'd be amazing. Oh, he said Pepsi. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pizza. Right. <laughs> Forget Uber Eats, bro. Hey, right. Shoot. Hey, we had everybody be lined up in our house. Right. What you want, bro? Cake? Cake. <laughs> There you go. That'll be five fifty, brother. Yes, yes. What you need? All right. Steak. All right. Wait, hold on, real quick. You want a medium well, medium well steak? That'll be ten fifty. It'll probably be the best taste hey, ever, bro. bro. Oh, oh man. you know what I mean? But yeah, but like I just I just look at it that way, and it's just like that's that's why you know I focus on him, and and, and when you have that higher authority. It allows you to operate in peace because you have something to look towards and you have something that you know has surpasses your understanding mm. and something that has done something that you're trying to do and you're like, man, I can do that. And we all do it. I mean, people in the music industry, they look, they have people to look up to, man. Yeah. Jay-Z path, paved the way, pay, I said path. <laughs> Jay-Z paved the way for us. Nas paved the way. So we look up to these artists, but we're like, Jesus paved the way for us. Yeah. He came and lived as a man. He lived as you and I. Right. And he walked. In our shoes. Actually walked in sandals. We got luxury. We got air pockets and talking about them pumps. We we had luxury. You know what I mean? He we had got sandals. Cushions. He had sandals. And there wasn't no cushion in them sandals, bro. Uh, nah. Cushion, air pockets. I got the cloud now, the iPhone, you know, the the foam cloud in these shoes. I mean, it, it, you know, you think about some of these Nikes and these other shoes. I mean, these foam boxes. Oh man, these are nice. Right? <laughs> got different colors. They had one sandal, right? So he walked. As us, and he went ahead of us, and he paved the path for us to follow. So why wouldn't we look to him? Right, right. <laughs> like if you're asking me to be successful, I'm gonna find the most successful person. Successful person, I'm gonna try to take tips from them. Right. So why not for life? I wouldn't find the most successful person in life. Cause last time I checked, anybody that raises again from the dead in the same flesh, that's pretty successful. Heck yeah. That's pretty successful. Heck yeah. My dad passed in 2006 and he ain't, he ain't came back yet. My mom passed in what? what? You know what I mean? 2012. 12, yeah. We can go back and dig him up right now. Guess what we're going to find? Bones. Not no flesh. No. The bones. Somebody yeah. clean that bone. <laughs> you stupid, man. Ah! To the gristle, huh? To the gristle. To the, <laughs> to the marrow, boy. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just saying, oh. right? Nobody's come back. They all do like Tales from the Crypt. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tales from the Hood. <laughs> oh, man. The Crypt Keeper. Yeah, yeah. Like the, but nobody's come back. 
So if we know this person's come back and, and again, recorded history, some of the most astute historians, atheists, everybody who doesn't believe him, they all agree that this man lived, he died, and they can't find his body. They agree on it. Yeah. To the point where they were even arguing over what books should be canonized, they, these, that's one of the things they couldn't denounce. So they talked about the apostolic decree, they well, we don't believe in them guys. But we believe in Paul. When Paul saved by Christ. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it's just one of those things where it's like nobody can, even other religions are like, man, he's one that he was the greatest prophet to ever live. Where's his body? They can't, nobody can find anything from him. We don't found King Tut. We don't found remains from Egypt. We don't found the tombs of all these great yeah. pharaohs and all these great people. And the bones are there. And, they, you know, with modern technology, all the DNA coding, they've, they've been able to identify who it is. Where are his bones? Not, not there. Where's you bones? won't see them until the second coming. Where they at? You know where they at? Up in heaven, encased in, in that flesh, walking around. On the right hand of God, brother. Kicking it. Yeah. He up there doing TikToks like, yo. <laughs> You know what I mean? He the ultimate star. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. He, he up there getting it. <laughs> he said, you know, yeah. You know what I mean? He like, what are these, these people crazy? But I got it down. You know what I'm saying? Up there doing the church club, Mike. Hey. Hey. <laughs> he fluid. You know what I mean? But, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we rant. Um, it's crazy, though. But, yeah, like I said, we, we just we just trying to do different things. But that's that's why we I point to Christ. That's why if we have that higher ability or that higher being or somebody we look to, it's like what I call a moral code. Yeah. Your anger won't turn into desperation. Desperation is what causes you to act crazy. Mm-hmm. Right? Your lusting won't turn into desperation, what causes you to act out. Your envy won't turn into desperation, what causes you to go do whatever to be like them. Right? Your greed won't turn into desperation what causes you to go steal or, or just grind and hurt everybody behind you. You know what I mean? So it's that desperation where you just, I need to figure this out. I got to do something. I got to get it. And you just go. You just act. You know what I mean? So It's kind of like, um, I think our pastor said this one, sir. He said, either you're going to live a life and um, either you're going to react or you're going to respond. Yeah. You're going to re- react out of your emotions yeah. or you're going to respond yeah. biblically. Yeah, yeah. And like, Sometimes it's tough, man. Oh, it is. I go right especially when people push your buttons, or if you just got a day where just things seem kind of off. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I, I know I have them. Where like I have days where I don't want to be bothered with nobody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But in that moment, I can either respond the way God would want me to, or I can react all in my emotions. You know, like it's easy to do. Very, very easy to do. Cause it, it comes second nature to the flesh, second nature. Yeah, yeah, crazy. But uh, but yeah, you know what I mean. We're gonna we're gonna keep this thing moving, keep it rolling, and uh, next we're gonna be talking about uh, an organization again. We always want to talk about positive things or positive organizations or something really worthy of a cause in our city. And so next we're gonna talk about an organization that we we saw looked up and they. Got an event coming up, and so we're gonna talk about that here in a minute. But uh, we're gonna keep this thing pushing, so uh, just enjoy these smooth vibes. We just in this place, man. Know your culture, know your heritage, know your history. Turbulence, boy. Yeah, that's my guy, man. He be getting it. Good.
Good story. Check him out. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. But so yeah, I want to give you some positive uh, organization today. I looked up this organization. I was trying to figure out what it is, and so it's the. If you ever want to look up, so it's lupus. The so it's lupusgreaterohio.org. Lupusgreaterohio.org. And if you don't know what lupus is, lupus is is a autoimmune disease in which the body's immune system mistakenly attacks healthy tissue in many parts of the body. Um, some of the symptoms are like painful and swollen joints, fever, chest pain, hair loss, uh, mouth ulcers, swollen lymph nodes, feeling tired. Uh, most get a rash on their, on their face, on the cheeks, cheek area. It's like it's supposed to be really, really painful. Um, and right now they don't have, um, they have medicine for it, but they don't, they don't have a cure per se. Um, and they don't know what causes it right now. Um, it's thought that genetics, genetics, together with environmental factors, are some of the, uh, the causes. They don't know. And so they're doing a virtual walk um, October 16th, 2021. And if you go to, to lupus, you can register there. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the proceeds will help them. Um, you know, obviously want to raise money for more advanced research to try to find out what's causing it, try to find the cure and help. Yeah, better technology. Yeah, better technology yeah. just so they can do more. And a lot of this stuff, clinical trials, it just takes these individuals that have lupus, they volunteer to go in mm-hmm. and give their time and see if anything things work, you know, and why they're going through this immense pain. So it's estimated that 1.5 million Americans are living with lupus. Yeah. So they want to increase awareness and research um, to support those Americans that are living with this um, autoimmune disease. So shout out, man, to, to the Lupus Society, um, the Greater Foundation of, uh, of America, of Lupus, I'm sorry, Foundation of America, Greater Ohio Chapter, Lupus Ohio Chapter. And it's lupusgreaterohio.org. So shout out to them. If you can, go on their website. Once you jump on their first little thing is walk to in lupus now, register for that. So OG and I are going to sign up for that and see what that... I don't know what a virtual walk is. But, that's that's what I'm saying. Um, like that's kind of like oxymoron for real. We gonna find out. A virtual yeah. walk. We gonna. I, mean, ex- I guess we walk with our laptops. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But we gonna figure it out. We gonna try it. And uh, yeah, it should be pretty cool. So um, check them out, though. Check them out. Check them out. Check them out. Definitely. Um, next, we wanna jump into um, one of our segments here that we do. Um, that. We like, which is kind of the reason why we started Pop the Trunk Wednesdays, but I just don't think there's enough positivity in the air, in the environment, in our neighborhoods, in our communities, in our homes, within our families. And so we just want to continue to bring just positive things, man. Just like whether it's, again, a good word, a, a joke, uh, whatever, something that's just humorous, that's positive because. We know best that when things go bad, like yeah. something positive is what you what you remember. You remember that. You know, you might remember anything else, but you gonna remember that because you are gonna crack up laughing. Yeah. This is one of those things that always be with you. So, yeah. So we gonna we gonna bring that. I think VOSG is gonna bring you an encouraging corner. The encouraging corner. So I mean, he been dad joking it up. So I'm excited to see what he got for us. I know what it's gonna be. Well, so it's not a. Don't give it away because you like to go ahead. Uh, don't give it away. <laughs> We're going to be back in a minute. <laughs> Brought to you by Kangaroos. If you need to get through the city fast, just hop on over. Kangaroos, you're never alone. You can always travel with a buddy. Just hop in my pouch, and we gonna hop along. He, he got the jokes today. He got the jokes for real. Nah, bro, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? You remember Kang? You remember them shoes? Yes, I sure do. Because the symbol was shaped like that. Yeah, and it kind of looked like a Lexus symbol. And it was Velcro. 
Oh, you yeah. hard. Hey, and they was the real Velcro. It ain't just Velcro they got now. The Velcro they got nowadays, it ain't none. Nah. Nah, this week, man. This Velcro is Velcro. It's suspect. Like, you can strap them and run forever. Hey, and your can't shoes back in the day. Hey. hey, when you got done playing at home and your mom was like, man, take them shoes off and get in this house, you was crying because you couldn't get them off and you really wanted to eat. But you had to get them shoes off, bro. Them kangaroos, you hey, they was on. They was on. Yeah. All right, OG, man, what you got for us, man? And there they go, kangaroo shoes. You got a picture of them? No, go ahead, bro. <laughs> well, see. Like, like what he say? What he say, y'all? He say, I digress. I digress. I digress. But wait a minute, I'm gonna digress again. They got a website with po- They got the shoes with the pockets. The kangaroos with the pockets. Remember penny loafers? Hey, they why they look like? Why they look like Sacconis or Sacconis? How however you say that? Sacconis. Some you know, depending on where you're from. Look at that. Then the kangaroo symbol look like that sign. Yeah. And they look just like them too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They could pass for some Reeboks too. They could pass for some something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, bro, hold on. They got the nerve to have a pair of kangaroos for two hundred and ninety-two dollars. What they look like? Hey, bro. No way. No way, bro. Look at that. What? Hey, this kangaroo better. Hey, this kangaroo better move. This better be. It better speak Man. to me for with the Australian voice and just just give me some. Ain't no way, bro. Good night, mate. They kind of look like they got that Vans look to Man, it. Man, bro. All right, we digress. Go ahead, yeah, OG. Yeah, yeah. Man, give us the encouragement. So we got corner. the encouraging corner. It is. It's a quote from Martin Luther. Not Martin Luther King, but Martin Luther. He a German professor of theology. German professor of theology. And he said. um, we need to hear the gospel every day because we forget it every day. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's so I, true. And I think it's important that, that's why it's important to, to get in your word and don't don't rely solely on your pastor to feed you the word. That's only once a week. You know, take that time to get along with your word and see what God has to say. And don't have, you don't have to spend hours in your word or whatever the case may be, but just get something that sticks to you. And what was told to me was, whatever you're going through, find it in Scripture and just meditate on that, on what God has to say about that. Dwell in the Word richly. Yes, yes. But I think it's interesting because it's so true, because think about it, like, based upon what you know of the world don't aren't we inundated with this stuff every day so the world reminds us every, every day of whatever it wants the, 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 the yeah. craziness but yet we accept it as normal yeah but we don't we don't read the word every day and I was, I was, re- was listening to something the other day and they were talking about how and it made sense how it was like sin like we always talk about memories right sin creates memories and these memories you don't forget these memories like you you can't forget it, right? Because God didn't create us to forget. No, no. Right? He didn't create us to forget, but at the same time, he also created our minds. It's the, it's, you ever heard of the primacy and latency effect? Because people yeah, yeah. will be like, well, if you didn't create to forget, then why do I need the word, weird word every day? Because I don't forget it. But there's a thing called the primacy and latency effect, right? And so it's the last thing that most people remember the very last thing they saw or read and the very first thing they saw or read, and they compare everything to it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, if you saw something, right, then if I go to bed, whatever I go to bed watching and remembering or and, and hearing, then that's what's going to be my mind for the rest of the night. And I'll wake up on the same thing. And then when I wake up on that, I'm going to do what? Nine times ten, go right back to it, right? So, if I'm diving in violent movies all day long, and I go to bed on violent movies, I'm going to have violent dreams, and then when I wake up, I'm going to be what's going to appeal to me are, are the news, right? Where they're talking about, oh, who got killed today? Or who, you know, you'll, and you won't be like excited about it, but you'll have, you'll, you'll, your attention will be tuned in to those violent things, right? Mm-hmm. You'll find yourself looking at all the articles that have to do with murder, all the articles that have to do with some violent crime or something like that. And you'll be like, I don't know why I'm looking at all that stuff because that was the last thing you saw. And then, then the first thing you saw the next morning is the thing that you're going to compare to the rest of the day. You know what I mean? So it's the primacy and latency effect and, it's like, but that's what I'm saying. But God didn't wire us to forget. And so 
the reason he's saying we forget the gospel is because if that's not the first thing and the last thing on your mind, then, you, then you're, not, you're not thinking about it anymore because it's no longer on the forefront of your consciousness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until something triggers it, right? And half through the day, we're like, oh, yeah, the gospel or something happens, and then we want to go back to it. So I, I like that. I like that. We do. We need it every day because, again, the world reminds you every day. Yeah. Every day. And like every day. I don't know, and you can let me know if this happened to you. Have you ever been reading your word and like you haven't yawned, your eyes haven't got watery, you ain't coughing, none of that. But the minute you pick up, for me, the minute I pick up my word, I start yawning, my eyes start watering. Why are you, why are you laughing? No, I'm just listening. For real, like this is what happened. Like it's like, a, like, like it'd be a war. Yeah, no, that's never happened. It never happened. No, I didn't oh. watch it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <You're> serious? <laughs> uh, you Yeah. Sound like Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewy. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it is because you know, it, it's just one of those things where I mean, the enemy know you, and he's trying to do everything because he knows that's what he doesn't want you to know. So he wants to do everything. The greatest gift the enemy ever gave us was distraction. distractions. He creates distractions every day because he wants to keep you distracted from what's most important. Period. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But it's, uh, yeah. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, but uh, I like that. Read that again. We need to hear the gospel every day because we forget it every day. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Just so. keeping it at, like you said, it keep it at the forefront of your mind. Yeah. When you rise, get in that word. What? And I'm interested to see, in case y'all forgot, I'm interested to see what the OSG got for us because he, he brought some full transparency to us last time. So I'm interested uh, to see what he learned from that. So in case y'all forgot, I wanted to bring it back to your mindset so that way you could have some primacy real quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right. we about to... About to hear OSG real quick, man, and 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 and, and yeah, man. Yeah. What'd, you, what'd you learn? Tell the people so again what it was. What it was is like with me. Why do I compare myself with others? Why do you compare yourself with others? Yeah, yeah. Why? And why do you do that? Why the reason why I do that is because it was it's really rooted in insecurity. Okay. And like when I, in my childhood, I grew up. When I grew up, I grew up in Winter Terrace. You know, it's one of the one of the hoods around in Cincinnati, and I grew up in Lincoln Heights and a few other hoods. But I was always talked about. Ever since I was little, I, oh, you ugly, you got a big head, you this, you that, you this, you that. And uh, I I was insecure, and I wanted to I wanted to be like other kids. I wanted to be like like the Cosby's. You know what I'm saying? I wanted the, Co- yeah, the Cosby the show is like yeah, so. Uh, African American Family Show that probably's not on anymore. Everybody know the Cosby. But yeah, but um, I wanted to be like that, and that's where I think it started. It started in, in me when I was young, cause I wasn't secure with who I am, who I am, and like and and full transparency, I still struggle with that today, with insecurities. And God, He's reminding me like, hey, I didn't make a mistake in creating you. You know what I'm saying? So if anything that you feel that, that was messed up, you're saying that I messed up and I don't mess up. You know, so dealing with that and um, feeling like I'm, I wasn't loved because like my parents would say like a hundred times a day, oh, I love you, oh, I love you. And then you would, you would up and do things where it didn't feel like that I was being loved by selling my clothes to the drug dealers and seeing other cats walking around wearing my clothes or my shoes in the neighborhood and, you know, being, you know, talked about to like, are your parents is crackheads and this, that, and the third. So dealing with all that. And I say all that to say, like I said before, it all started from in my insecurity, the reason why I compare myself with others. And so once I find out who I am in Christ and I hold on to that and what he see in me and what he say about me, the better, the better that I'll be. So what, what, what's the root of that? What did you, the insecurity, like we know where it came from, but ultimately what, what did you discover as the root? Like, like what's the one thing you're lacking if you were to say like, 
to help with that? Or you, do you know? To help with the insecurity? Yeah, like what's 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 the what's the virus of, of insecurity? Self confidence. Yeah, well, why don't you have self confidence? Mm-hmm. Self confidence is still a symptom. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that could be. What do you think that is? What do you think the root of that is? Ultimately, I thought the root. I was going from the root of comparison. From the root of the tutor? Yeah, right. The root of the tutor. <laughs> the root of comparison, <laughs> which is insecurity. And then now I need to find out what's the root of insecurity. Well, compare to me, and, they, and this is just me spitballing, but comparison is something you're doing, right? So I'm comparing myself because I feel insecure because I don't have self-confidence, right? But what's causing all those things? Like why? If insecurity, what are you insecure about? Ultimately, what have you, what have you been asking from God and haven't gotten that causes you to doubt? What I mean. What's the one thing that you that has not been answered, and you just it causes you doubt? It's not like I can't think of anything like that. I that I particularly ask for that that he hasn't hasn't done, and I, not to say that he done everything that I asked him. Yeah. So what's what's but. You think about what's what's something that, like have you been praying for something? Did you pray for something back in the day? Like what's the one thing you prayed for and didn't happen that caused caused that doubt somewhere? Because mm. there's a reason. Like I, I feel like there's even though I was talking about for myself. Like there was a reason why I struggled with the inability to truly love, right? Or to truly be out there and be fully transparent in this dynamic of relationships and, and being able to, to fully embrace my current situation, right? The root of that, the virus of that has to do with the absence of trust in God being who God says he is. And for a long time, it was not knowing who I am, my identity was not solidified, right? Mm-hmm. So because my identity was shaking and I didn't know who I was, I created this individual, this, this facade of a person that I started to function in that gave me confidence, that gave me uh, pride, that gave me you know energy, that gave me knowledge. And so this person was who I was. And then it's like, I didn't know, I, the root of it was, didn't know it was like why why do I struggle why was I struggling in relationships why was I struggling here why why couldn't I be like vulnerable you know what I mean and a lot of that was because for me it was I didn't my identity was was not formed I, I had no base I didn't know who I was and so because of that I can't say I'm confident in myself if I don't know myself if I don't know who I am I can't say that I'm uh insecure in myself if I don't know who I am to be insecure with. So who and so it could be it could be I know who I am in Christ, but I'm insecure in that person. Okay, so that's that's trusting in God and that He gave you promise to you know, why did God make me this way? God made me uh i make fun of me because I'm some Christian. Whatever. Right? So it's like what's causing you or what's causing the virus? What, what's the virus? Like, what's the virus that's raging inside of you? That's causing insecurity. That's causing you to compare yourself to others. That's causing this lack of self-confidence. The only thing I can think of that comes to mind is when my, I always used to say my manhood, my childhood was stolen. Like, at a young age, being molested. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And being silenced and dealing with that was like that affected me all the way up to this point till today. 
to where even to the point to where I'm like sensitive to touch, like like you know what I'm saying? Like if somebody may rub up against me or step in, like it's just weird. Like mm -hmm. I get real uncomfortable real easy. You know what I'm saying? So that having that happen to me, at one point I thought thought I was at one point I thought I was gay. At one point, like I dealt with that, and then like that's I believe that's where that insecurity, that that lack of confidence, because it's like I always wanted to prove myself as being a man, like mm. I, like like I'm a man, I'm a man, I'm a man, mm. I, I got this, you know, and it's just like like I would do, like I never forget I was in um, Baltimore, and this was when I was with my ex-wife, and um. We went to see our uncle, and our uncle hang with a bunch of guys who was homosexuals. And, you know, a lot of them was like that. But we had, we had this cookout, and everybody was over there, and it was a mixed crowd, and we was playing cards. And, um, and I was doing push-ups. And then um, one guy said, um, oh, look, he's securing his, he's securing his manhood. And, it, and I remember that, and I'm like, that's, that's, that's where it comes from, it's like, like I got, I feel I, I got to prove to myself that I'm a man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel that 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 was taken away from me, and I really ain't, I really haven't healed from that. That's interesting because hearing you saying like you felt like something was taken from you, and you've been trying to prove it ever since. But I think it's interesting because it sounds like you're trying to prove manhood. But you don't even know what a man is. Right. So you're trying to prove something that you don't know what it is in the first place. Right. Which could cause a number of things, the doubt, right? Because how can I prove to my how can I prove to the world what manhood is if it's not based upon the worldview of what I think manhood is, what the world is telling me what manhood is, right? So you have no idea, in a sense, what being a man is. I'm not saying like you don't know what being a man is, right? But if we don't know what manhood is, and a lot of us as men don't know what manhood is because we think manhood is based upon what the world tells us, our worldview is what shapes our manhood, and so we're trying to prove to the world what they created as men. And so if we don't know what manhood really is from a biblical standpoint, then what we're proving will never satisfy us, right? So the reason that we're never satisfied or are lacking confidence or insecure is because we're trying to prove something to a world whose definition is ever changing of manhood. But when we, and that's what I was saying, so when we understand the virus of what manhood is, when we understand that virus of something was taken from me, and that was, I mean, thank you for that transparency, that was huge, man, like, to come out and say that, because that's not easy to say. But in that moment, something was taken from you and you got stuck there. And you've been trying to fill that void with your own understanding for so long. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, and, I, and I've done it myself many of times with different things where I think I know what it means. And so I do that. And what I've learned is the more I go to him and he reveals the rebuke and discipline, when he reveals these things to me, he shows me who I am and who I need to be, and is, it never matches what I thought I was, the right. definition I created, right? right? The image I created, or the, the path that I created, it never matches. And it's like, really? You know, so I just encourage you to keep keep diving into what, 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 what God has for you, and ask him for what manhood is for you, right? Because it's, it's, it's unique to each person. Um, and that's the joy of it. Like, Manhood is not some universal thing that the world can just put on a TV screen and say, this is manhood. Can't slap on a GQ magazine and be like, this is manhood. You know what I mean? Can't put all the stars on TV and be like, that's manhood. But that's where I was saying identity is so critical because God gives us a unique identity every time. So we got to figure out what that is. So, yeah, man, that's that's good, bro. Woo! Yeah, that's good, man. Thanks for um, asking me those questions too, because it, it challenged me to, to think deeper. And yeah, 
Wow. Yeah. All right. So what's so what's a sal? What's one practical thing we can do when we gonna roll up out of here for the day? Cause that was that was deep, man. One's a sal. Um. Hey, we can use the encouraging corner. Yeah. As a simple sound. We need to hear the gospel hear the gospel every day because we forget it every day. Yeah. Simple. Simple. Simple as that. And that's that simple applications of living, right? Yeah. So one thing you can do and if you're like me or like like my brother over here and you're hurting from something, some past trauma, God God can he can heal that from you. He can heal that for you. You just gotta go to him. If you read the word every day, he'll reveal to you what you need to work on and then go to counseling. I know we're both we're both in counseling and been to counseling. Um, you, you need somebody to talk through these things, and particularly a, a Christian counselor. Um, get help, man. We know mental health is real. We know trauma is real. And the more you try to figure it out on your own, it just causes you more pain and hurt people hurt people. So yeah. get help, man. Ask, ask for help. Don't be ashamed of that. If you need resources or you need somebody to talk to you, you can hit us up. We'll be more than happy to listen. Um, and try to help God towards resources, but uh, yeah, it's it's real. But God can do it, man. And if you don't know Jesus, all you have to do is say, "Jesus, I need you. Come into my life," um, and, and that's all you got to say. And He's automatically going to fill you. And he's going to start walking with you. Yeah. Um, you get connected to your local church, yeah, or somebody, yeah. somebody you know. If your neighbor's a Christian or your neighbor's a spiritual person, they know Christ. Talk to them. Yeah. Ask them. Um, Cause this journey is you can't you can't do this journey alone. No, and it's like I owe it all to Jesus. Like the brotherhood that He's put me in, the accountability, the vulnerability, and the community that He surround me with in this time. I couldn't and I couldn't man. ask for anything better. Couldn't ask for anything better, man. Yeah, and like I said, it's just we and again we firmly believe in Christ and the power of Christ because our lives have been transformed so that's what we're going to push because that's what I've tried everything and nothing's worked I've had false happiness I've had a lot of good times 10 years of, of, of a stretch that I say was really good but no matter what happened man I had the same chaos follow me and lately I haven't had that chaos I've seen more pain again I'm still living it out but it's like I don't believe that's going to come because I've been through some tumultuous things knowing Christ and I've had so much more peace in that in that time frame mm-hmm. than I ever had before. So, man, hey, we love y'all. Thank you for listening. Yeah. As always, it's restoration time, rebuilding time. Let's get it. Brick by brick, baby. Yeah. Holla. Yeah.